these are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are mighty deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I'll be your judge for this session. And joining me around the table is... I'm Carl. I'm Michael. Pisces Rising Cancer, also called Sully. I'm Nigel. I mean, Jason. I'm Peter. And uh, if you are listening to the podcast in real time, you will have... This will be the triumphant return of the Mighty Deeds podcast after, I don't know, like a year? Almost. Almost exactly a year. Almost a year since we've uh, put out an episode. Uh, we are back. We have a new player at the table. Absolutely. Peter has joined us. Welcome and to the party, um, we That's are it. launching a new campaign uh, with a bunch of zero-level characters. We are going to be uh, playing through Gary Gygax's classic Temple of Elemental Evil, starting in the village of Hamlet. So, dun dun dun. Um, Play and tell. So this is a this is a shout out to to the Uncle Gary himself. You know, moment of silence. Um, now, among your zero levels, at least one, hopefully a couple, have actually come from out of town. So most of these guys are villagers in the village of Hamlet, which is this small little outpost town, kind of on the edge of the wilderness. I'll take that. On the edge of the wilderness. But do any of you have a character that you want to be an outsider, be an out-of-towner? I have one. I'll make... Mm -hmm. I'll make um, Nidia. Nidia? Which one is... Nidia, that one. This one? Yeah. Okay. And what's Nidia's background? Animal trainer. Nidia's an animal trainer. She come from out of town. She's she, she come from out of town. She, Nidia come from out of town. She's okay. an animal trainer. What, uh, what kind of animals did she train? All kinds. All kinds? Okay. Yeah. All right. Lucrative. What about Sarah? Sarah with an H? Without an H. Without an H. Okay. And what's her, what's her story? She's a confidence artist. But you don't oh. know that. Wow. Mm. Okay. She's very confident. Yes. Um... Okay, so she's a, a scam artist. She is are there any else. are there any farmers? Yes. Yes. Okay. What animal? I think mine came with a hen. Okay. Which? Okay. These mine are... with a mule. Okay. Um, you get a goat. Yay. Instead. Yes. Really close. You get a goat. Yes. Enough. Yeah. You know what they always say. Hey, it's the minis I've got. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 I got you. We gotta, we gotta go with what we, we gotta work with what we got. Okay. Anybody, any oh, of your I'm characters so out of town? I have, a, I have a pony. Me too. <laughs> oh my word! I have a pony. Both of them? No. Oh, Sarah one of yours has, has a pony. My animal trainer does. No, pony. mine has a pony. Yeah, and his right. animal trainer has a pony. Okay. All right. No, I, uh, yeah. Oh, so point of contention. We're gonna I talk. Very specific. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk for a minute. About goose? Any good uh, session zero should include a discussion about lines and veils. Okay, these are safety tools in the modern 
OSR community. Uh, basically, anything that is like a real trigger for you that you just don't want in the game. I know Jason has no triggers, Jason, and, and he loves Jason, Jason a trigger. Yeah, he, Jason loves triggering other people's triggers. But if you want to say something at the outset that's just like a lot of people, it's like sexual violence or violence against kids. Mine is violence against dogs. I just I can't mm-hmm. I can't handle that. You can you can kill the kids all you want, chop them up into fine little Fuck bits. Hey now, but um, I wanted to work on my editing skills. <laughs> I'm giving you a lot to go with. But I say one F word, it's the end of the world. Uh, but does anybody else have does anybody have anything they wanna put out there as kind of a something we're not gonna show on screen? I also like torture that's more than just like roughing up the suspect, like cutting people's eyes out and stuff is kind of a thing for me. What about kicking prisoners? Like roughing them up is fine. Like when a person, when a prisoner walks up to the bars and the person kicks them, just in the face, up, kicks them in the face with no. Yeah, I mean that's fine. So yeah. kick in the face. Yeah, sometimes okay. you should you should announce that you're approaching. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't elemental my fault. Evils. Anybody else? You're, you have a that's a trigger for you, elemental evil. Yeah, the you no know, well, elemental evil. Okay, really kind of a trigger for me. Okay, I need something. Less evil, less elemental, maybe a less, less temple yeah. Okay, yes. Thank you for making a mockery of this important... Okay, where were we? I am the trigger. Uh, I do not have anything specifically. <laughs> I am I'm good without... I have no triggers either. Okay. But the ones I, I we'll like... See how I like the ones you said, though. I, I, uh, Dogs and torture are, are good. I, those yes. are the first two I'm doing. I, um, okay, what you should be doing is reading the rumors I just handed out. So, I literally can't focus long enough to read any of this. Can I read one? You can read them all. Your characters that are from the town obviously know things about what's going on in the town. So you each have different rumors of stuff that you've heard or stuff that you know about uh, goings-on in Hamlet and the surrounding area. Mm -hmm. So while you digest those... So, Michael, you're a confidence woman. Uh Uh-huh. And Carl... Is this a dude or a chick? It's a lady. You're, 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 well, I prefer it to be non-binary, but continue. You're non-binary lady animal trainer. That's, and you, they can't, non-binary implies that they are not a lady. Continue. They should just be animal trainer. Yes. Your animal trainer person and your confidence woman are coming from the town of Narwhal. Okay. Swimming in the ocean? Which is off the map. Okay. Shown here. All right. Here's Hamlet, the village of Hamlet, where everybody else is from. Yep. Way over here on the other side of this forest. Yeah, on the other side of this forest is Narwhal. You probably started. You probably started with 16 zero levels leaving Narwhal. (laughs) Narwhal, yeah, and these are the last two that finally made it in. Um, so you guys... You'd think with all that they'd be first levels already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they hid the entire time. They had every opportunity in the book. It was, it was level drain, really, is what it is. They, they made it up to level three, and then they got all their levels drained back out of them. Um, near wall? I think, I think I it's know. not spelled like the animal. Oh, okay. Um, we well, they could just be... Well, we didn't know that until you just said same. it. Lanathane. Lanathane. Lanathane is this um, avuncular wizard kind of guy, okay? And he's kind of the, uh, the wizard-in-chief over there at Narwhal. And 
He sent you guys with a letter. Excuse and me. I read. Well, that's the question, because I have the letter. Oh, I read it. Okay, he told you not to read, read it. it together. Oh, it got read. Okay. Can I, but I will tell you, he told you not to read it. Okay. And, not, and, and only give it to Rufus in Hamlet. Okay. So what happened was what? we were in we were in the coach, right? We were ta- it was the nighttime. We were taking sleeping, and then like I heard rustling, and like she was getting up, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, it would be you know it's crazy, you know that letter just whoop it. Oh my gosh, it just fell out. Oh no, what's going on?" And then we were like, "We should probably read it." Boy, I wish I could read. That's crazy. I also can't read because people think I am a woman. Did I say Rufus? You said Rufus. I said, I, I should have said Burn. Who? Burn. Burn? Rufus and Burn are two uh, semi retired adventurers who everybody else who is from Hamlet would certainly know about. They are a fighter and wizard, retired, semi retired, who are building a sort of keep in Hamlet. So far, they've only got the central tower finished, and they're, they're putting up the walls to the rest. So they, they're kind of the luminaries of the town. They sit on the town council, and okay. they obviously have a lot of sway because everybody else in the town is zero level. So only give it to Burn in okay. person. No Lana one else. And don't us. open it. Lanathane sent us from Narwhal to deliver a message to Burn. Nobody else. Yes. Okay. And since I can't read, but I read the mm-hmm. What, what makes you say you can't read? Because I'm a woman. That's what he's claiming. <laughs> okay, that's not a thing in Greyhawk. <laughs> let, me, let me ask this question just for the record. How far, um, how much time elapsed from him getting your promise not to open the note and read it? Oh, we, almost, and you actually, we were almost here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, oh, okay. Recently. So you carried Way it. further than halfway. Here's the deal. You're like Tom Hanks like in you, Castaway. Like you said, there was a group of us. And all of yeah. a sudden, yeah, yeah. there's two of Oregon us. Trail. Right, right. Oh, know, yeah. For us, Dysentery. Like, yeah. For us, it was like, there's a lot of strange things happening. We were like, we're going to die anyway, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, and what happens if this stupid letter gets broken? One of us needs to know what it says so we can deliver yeah. it to burn. Like, what if one of us and dysenteries so like, all over Last night, it. Right. <laughs> two nights ago, we read it. But we didn't really read it. Do you see what I'm saying? We didn't read it. We just read it. Oh, we told Okay, well, I mean, it's it's sealed with a wax seal, so you're going to have to oh. break it open. Who says we have to break it open? It fell. That's how wax seals work. It no, fell. I'm so sorry. The I stupid have... cart fell over. We do had to pick have... it back up. Do you have a knife? Um. Of any kind? Why, yes, I do. Oh, great. I'm assuming we also have fire. I mean, that's, a, that's a pretty Peel big that, assumption. Peeling that wax right up. And I have oil. Restarting the fire and putting it back on. See, okay. Mm. All right. I'm a I, con, I'm a I con think, artist. I think I you're, you are a con artist. I so I, I think you could roll a d20. You could add your I dex bonus. And if you get maybe a 15 or better, it'll be undetectable. Agility? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a 10. Okay, so you, 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 you are in the process of taking it off, and you just break it right in half. A stupid cart fell over, and it was yeah, terrible. It's, it's fine. So you want right. to read that out for everybody. I will read this out. Burn. Yeah. Greeting, my friend. I hope this missive finds you well. I passed along to Nystral your troubling reports of renewed activity around the temple and throughout the Cron Hills. 
He has warned Viscount Langard of the possible resurgence of the cult and urged Langard to send spies to Nob to gather more information. Nystral agrees that your plan to explore the old outposts nearby is a wise precaution. Nystral remains firm in his belief that Prince Thrommel is still alive and being held somewhere nearby and so urges you to be on the lookout for any information about his fate as well. I will endeavor to join you and Rufus and Hamlet before winter sets in. Until then, I remain your faithful friend, Lanathane. Okay. So, um, no, take it. Put it in your notes. Um, it's yours now. So, so I'm glad one of the characters was yours because you're always keeping all the notes. Um, well, I have a question. Why yes. leave that out to everybody when only two of us should know what it says? Because... It's more for the audience. As a group, you guys are trying to put together clues and stuff. I, I, uh, I assume you're not going to do like you did in the funnel where you find out... Or no, it wasn't in the funnel. When was that? Like you had a dream that told you all where you're supposed to go next and you didn't oh, and tell anybody? Everybody, and then yeah, everybody in the old west? all over me before I could tell anything? Yeah. You, you, didn't, you didn't say anything. I absolutely said something and then everybody derailed the conversation. That was not my fault. Oh. It makes you I'm sorry. Better, Carl, uh, I wasn't paying attention to anything. Conversation. He doesn't, he doesn't pay attention to anything I Conversation derailments happen. Got him. So often <laughs> that. You don't usually get Jason, but I got him. <laughs> that broke me on that one. <laughs> I, Convers- I was the one Sational derailments come along so fast around here. You just gotta, you just gotta power through. All right. I'm not the one. So I'm, that. I'm assuming that you're all gonna, as players, you need to know Maybe what's going on so you can try right. to figure yourself out. All right. So you guys are in. I mean, at this point, the only person who Nadia trusts is the con artist. The con artist over here. Bad call. Bad call. It's the only person I know. Bad call. We're not, I mean... Never trust the con artist. It's possible that we had a wreck and caused the litter to open. I think that is very believable. <laughs> oh, he no, is I, I think very gorgeous. Is that the I... priest? I'm pretty sure he's an orc. Is it the priest? <laughs> what priest? Is that the old man priest? I think it come... would be, you know what would be funny? Is if you said that, and then I like didn't say anything, like quietly, I just got in the back and started ripping up the thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like tearing up everything it's and jostling it all around. This is why letter fell open because we had the wreck. It sucks that we hit that <laughs> rock that caused all that damage. The, the, the damage we had to repair okay. a wheel. It's frustrating because crazy, crazy trip, and all the people died except for us. That's less believable. <laughs> it's frustrating because I made little cards to represent everyone, and then I can't you got find got scratch them. on face? It's I have that same problem. Oh, I was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could, like, actually draw them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there he is. Fair Verona, where we set our scene. I'm sorry, what? Our scene opens... Romeo and Juliet. Ah. Romeo, it's why Romeo. You missed, it's why you Where's missed it and didn't understand thou? it. Okay. Oh, he so so we we set we set our scene. He looks like a thumb. <laughs> he does look like a thumb. You look like a thumb. He does uh, look like a thumb. So thumb. Amazing. How may I help you with your four fingers today? <laughs> those of you who um, those of you who uh, are interested in what they're talking about can go to our Instagram Mighty Deeds Pod over on Instagram, oh, yeah. and I'll post all the art that I'm using. Uh, for all these NPCs. Season 3 starts out exactly like Season 1. We're in a tavern. 
and there's a big hubbub. There's kind of a town meeting going on. Mm-hmm. Everybody's uh, harumphing. <laughs> Everybody's talking, talking. And... Rabble, 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 rabble. Like Muppets. I didn't get a harumph out of you. <laughs> you watch your ass. <laughs> the issue at issue here in the, in the Welcome Wench. And uh, we're going to say you guys have just arrived. You've just come in. Uh, the out-of-towners have just come in out of the rain as the townsfolk are talking about the issue, which, of course, is the Brady family. The Bradys are these farmers at this outlying farm, and overnight they were attacked, and all of them were kidnapped, were taken. All six, eight? Nine. All nine of them, including their housekeeper, Alice, beloved uh, pancake aficionado Alice, was kidnapped along with everybody else. She's definitely their third. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Don't worry. The audience will. Okay. Um, Peter knew. Okay. All right. (laughs) We'll get out the whiteboard later. Okay. It's fine. At least some people at this table. No, I'm I'm trying to remember where I was. Okay, we're at the end. Ah, yes. The Brady Brady family has been kidnapped, and the people of the town are outraged, and attention is starting to be focused on the old moat house, not far from town. So this is Hamlet. This is the old abandoned moat house, which some of you in your rumors may have heard some mention of. The, uh, I thought it would be on the river. Say what? I thought it would be on the river. No, no, no. It just has a moat. With alligators. So about ten years ago, the Temple of Elemental Evil was a major force of, there was a major army. They had all these outposts. And all of the nearby nations of good had to unite together to stop them and and break the power of the elemental cults. So the nearby nations united, the elves and the dwarves and men, and one last alliance destroyed, broke the power of the Temple of Elemental Evil. And afterwards, they came down here and they cleared out the moat house, which was like an outpost. And there are also... Uh, some of your rumors may mention the, the haunted keeps. There were other outposts of good and evil um, in the hills here. Okay. That were associated with the temple. That were associated with that battle. Some of them were outposts okay. of good. They're all abandoned now because it's been 10 years since the end of that war. Right. Um, up free property? What? But, right? Not but, this economy. <laughs> this isn't Nashville, okay? This isn't like, you know, it's everywhere, you pay $400,000 for a, a closet in somebody's garage. Ouch. Um, <laughs> am I wrong? No. Okay. That's um, a very fair statement. <laughs> it just hurts. Yeah. So there have been rumors of yes. activity out by the moat house. People have seen strangers on the road who didn't end up showing up in town. And so there are all these rumors that... Maybe there are bandits at the moat house or something like that. And now the uh, Brady farm, which is not far from this road, this unused road, more or less unused road that goes out this way. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's labeled unused road. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Uncle Gary. So the people of Hamlet are, are, are like, something must be done. You know, the Brady's could still be alive. We need to get a posse together and head over there and, and do something. And right then, the front door of the Welcome Wench, so Osler Gundagood, I said he's the innkeeper of the Welcome Wench, gotcha. right? Uh, he's the most Licia, one. Uh, the thumb of the... 
He's the thumb of the hand. Uh, that is the village of Hamlet. Licia is a, um, I think she's like the blacksmith's daughter or something. But she's there. She's like very, I want to go become an adventurer. I, you know, I'm ready to level up. And so she's going to die first. Guy. Diagon. Who are you pointing at? The first one. Ostler Gundagoot. What? Gundagoot. So there was this guy named Gary Gygax. I'm just, that's a strange name. Continue. The funny thing is, Ostler means a person who keeps horses, and yet it's obvious in the text that that's his first name. Like Gary named him. He named him the title. Yeah, he named him Ostler Gundagoot. That's not his title, that's his name. Not just, just a title. So the door bursts open, and in comes Didgin, D Y D G Y N. This grizzled old man who is the captain of the militia, hmm. if you could call him that. I wouldn't get um, him from that picture. <laughs> now, he ju is just returning from Rufus and Burns' tower. Right. Okay. okay. And he's like, they refuse to do a damn thing. Burns' badgers aren't going to do a damn thing. So Burns' badgers are the mercenaries that Rufus and Byrne have hired that guard their little tower and stuff. So they're not part of the militia. They're just, they work for them. Right. Rufus and Byrne are out of town, and Digan, okay. say what? I said, okay. Didgin went to go see if, if these mercenaries would be like, help us find out what happened to these people. Go with us out to the moat house. We need your help. And he's coming back to say, ain't gonna do a damn thing, worthless, don't care about the people of this town, and say, not what they're here to do, and I just, ah, and he takes his hat and he throws it on the ground and water, you know, kersploshes. This one sounds very angry. So, man. so is, he just came in. Mm -hmm. Were they already in? Yeah, they were already in. They came in just to, just to, just long enough to get to know some of the other villagers. They've been, you know, talking, oh, we're here, blah, blah, blah. They found out that Rufus and Byrne are both out of town. Okay. Yeah, I mean, who I'm, are we the delivering reason I'm asking is because you have Burn. set it up that we have seen a lot of strange people come by. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, this family goes missing, and then mm -hmm. two strangers randomly come into the inn. Yes. But you're going to immediately trust them. Oh, okay. Yeah. As long as I knew where they were going with that. Uh, crazy old man. Everybody, everybody looks over everybody their shoulder. Turns. No, that crazy. Oh, you say Byrne is out of town? Yeah, he's on one of his... Uh, him and his boyfriend are on one of their adventures, and uh, they're not around, never around when you need them. They're like the NYPD. That feels homophobic. I don't think... I mean... Do you know, anyway. he's, they, he's his boyfriend. There's nothing homophobic oh, about it. Do you know? Well, actually, I gotta, um, excuse me. Oh, oh, no, crazy old man. Now I'm going. Hello. Hey, crazy old man. This is, uh, I know you're not from around here, but calling somebody crazy is considered insulting. Oh. You are not crazy. Of course I'm not crazy. I'm as sane as a, I'm as sound as a pound. Sane old man. Excuse me. People sane from old my man. town. Oh, my God. When will Byrne be back? That's not the issue right now. The issue is we got missing people. We got nine missing people, and four of them are little children. Little children, and they're in danger, and we got to do something. Now, who is willing to put their life on the line uh, and head off on this adventure? And immediately, Lysia steps forward and is like, I'll go. And he's like, no, not you. You're always, you're, you're not ready. You're not strong enough. Look at your noodly little arms. Sit down and be quiet, young lady. Now, we need real 
um, we need to we need to organize a militia. Those of you who have been part of the town uh, militia in the past, I'm calling on you uh, to go. I would go myself, but my gout's acting up. Well, who's going? I got four that raise hands over here. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Let's get, let's get over here now. Who's going with them? Uh, I have. Those, yeah, mine raised their hand. Oh, well, what do you know? Why don't you tell us the name and profession of the first four people who stepped forward? Ah, uh, you got a Yolent. Yolent. Yolot. The dots are... Okay, you named the character and you don't know how to say its name? Man, I wrote it from a thing? How? Just making this stuff up as I go. Okay, well, you need to, you need to make it... Yolot. Yolot the Squire. Okay. Jumping on. Here's Hoxie the Guild Bigger. Oh, okay, you have to change that. Um, unless that's one of the characters from out of town, because this town is too small to have beggars or especially a, a beggar guild. So you'll have to re-roll that one while other people are introducing their characters. All right. Uh, Helminth the Farmer. Okay. And Phi the Dwarven Miner. Okay. Not young. He actually mines stuff. Okay. So who else steps forward? Ash Ketchum, the animal trainer. Waxwing Littlefoot, a vagrant who came into town just now. Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh, And uh-huh. Alora mm-hmm. says he wants to go. Okay, what is he? Uh, a falconer. Ooh, okay, cool, cool. Always and the falconers. Sarah of Narwhal decides that she's going to go because maybe she'll run into burn. Maybe we run into burn if we go on this trip with these yeah. people. I have made three friends. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you, you could... Uh, try to make Waxwing the town drunk, except Elmo the town drunk. Hamlet already has a town drunk. Waxwing and it's Elmo the town drunk. Waxwing wants to be the town drunk. <laughs> and is An understudy at, for Elmo. Like, what Elmo's going to go down one day, and I got to working on his resume. I got to be there <laughs> to take care of the position. Someone's got to have to do it. Now, Elmo the town drunk is uh, Didgin's son. Okay? okay, and he's actually a pretty strapping lad, um, but Didgum won't let him go either because some strapping lads have got to stay here in town in case whoever got the Brady's come to town, mm. and also he's drunk. Yeah. Okay, so is that all of your, you name yes. all four of yours? Yes. Okay, so uh, who else steps forward into the torchlight? Nedia has made three friends. Yes, yes, we yes. Have Fast Jas- friends. Yeah, we have Jasmine, the rice farmer. Uh, everybody calls her Jazz. We've got, uh, I, I, admit, I hope Jasmine, rice farmer, lives. We've got Jesse Shields. Uh, they are a Chandler. Okay. And then we've got Gara Clobe. They're a costermonger. Okay. That's it. And okay. Then, oh, and then, of course, we've got Nadia who is a uh, animal trainer. Okay. and Really chatting it up over there with Ash. Okay, so are all of your characters they, them? No, I mean, not necessarily. Oh, you just haven't, haven't decided for sure? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, wait, there's more. And wait, there's more. Who wait, else stepped more. forward at the last moment? Four more step up together, uh, four people who are otherwise not very similar, but they hang out because they all worship the... Old Gods of the Forest, which I understand is part of the religious flavor of, of Holland. Yes. Anyway, we have Foz, the fortune teller. Okay. Zola, the jester. You're going to probably say that's too big city. 
Yeah. That's fair. I'll I mean, or you could just be like... Clown? Like an entertainer. Clown, clown. You know, yeah, like, you know... That's what Jester do. Bar. Yeah, I mean, not like a court mm. jester, but like right. a, yeah, storyteller and... Town crier that everyone thinks is just joking all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the bandits are coming, the bandits okay, are coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You say that every Wednesday. Okay, I'll, I'll workshop all that together. And then okay. I have uh, Tater, the potato farmer. Tater. And uh, Dugger, the ditch digger. Dugger That's the digger. Funny. Dugger the digger and Tater the ready potato farmer. All right. They feel called by their... their Worship of the gods. They feel this is the moment. The woods are telling me. To exactly. So, yeah. So just then, Elmo comes in through the front door, dragging this guy by the collar. This is Benjen. Benjen is a swamp man. He knows his way around out there where the uh, moat house is. He can actually get you to the moat house. Is the moat house in a swamp? It's, it's on the moors. So, yeah, it's pretty swampy out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, any of your characters that are old enough uh, would actually know the history of the moat house. So um, when the Temple of Elemental Evil first built it, it, it sank into the swamp. So they built another one, and then it sank into the swamp. So then they built a third moat house, and it burnt down, fell over, and sank into the swamp. But then they came back and they built a fourth one, and it has stood, and that, that's the one that we think the Bradys might be in. But father... So Benjen is obviously not happy to have been dragged in mm -hmm. to the Welcome Wench. He is not excited about doing this. He was doing swamp guy things. You know, he mm -hmm. was he was catching skunks and so you know whatever he does. Great big tracks of land. Yeah, but Digden, you know, basically bullies him into saying he needs to lead this posse of of people out to the um, out to the old moat house. <laughs> okay. So, I assume you guys head out there. You don't have yes, anything. Yeah, so. My yes, squire's going to try and uh, go up to uh, whatever that girl's name is. Lyda? Yeah. Oh, Lycia? Yeah, he's going to go and uh, say, hey, I'm going in your honor and stuff. And, you know, oh. Going to represent you. My hero. Is he sort of age appropriate to, uh, to be sure. romancing her? He's yeah, 15. she's what? Oh, okay. I was going to say, she's, what, 18? And he's 45. That's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. difference. That's pretty pretty standard for this time yeah. period. She should have hey, had... What am I rolling? She should have I three kids. Your own personality, now. yeah. I don't know. Roll plus your personality bonus. Your Trying lot. to impress her. <laughs> that personality of 13! It's a big old... Oh, it's one. No, it's seven. Seven, eight. 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 Ain't not great. So this isn't the first time that you've tried to be like. No, no, every time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so so yet again, you're like, you know, hey, 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 and she's just like, kind of. Like, uh, no, no, I'm not Alicia. I'm her twin sister, Bertha. <laughs> you missed right. her. She already got out. Right, right. She's like, right. when am I going to tell you? I just want to be. Or when are you going to realize? I just want to be friends. I've told you. I don't like you like that. I'm just trying to be friends. I'm just saying I'm yeah, going for your yeah, honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? All right, so you guys all hurry back to your hovels and get your pitchforks and your whatever weapons and, and uh, equipment that you guys have. Yeah, so you guys head back and get whatever you think you'll need. Yeah. <laughs> a piece of chalk. Yeah. A, a hen. A hen. A candle. A hen and a candle. Candle? Makes sense. An empty flask. I got a lantern. Um, oh, I do have an empty flask. Two things that and make you candle. put rope. Thieves and tools. a grappling hook. Are you guys going to um, a vial of holy water? 
Those of you who have ponies or horses, are you bringing them? I am yes, gonna, because um, we need a pack mule. How am I going to catch them all if I can't fight them all? Says Ash. <laughs> right? I uh, don't know what that means, he but okay. <laughs> he has a problem. He yeah. Is. I said he has a pony, but you're uh, right. Pony. He does, he does yeah, have Ash, a problem. Ash has a problem. He likes to collect things. Pony ta, I choose you. <laughs> all right, so you guys... We can't afford um, Pack up and leave the village of Hamlet and head out towards the old moat house with Benjen leading the way. Uh, if everybody will check their phones, Who is texting me? they will see, first of all, just a picture of the village of Hamlet, only included here because it is drawn by none other than Dave Trampier, who did a bunch of the interior art for the original 1978 module, and I love that guy. And then you will also see the keep itself as you approach it over the hill. You want to get your phone back out, you're going to have to look at that picture. So what you see is the upper floor of the keep is completely collapsed. Right. Um, the keep is in a terrible state of disrepair. There is a major breach on one of the walls. I think it's on the left-hand side as you're looking at it, where you could probably scramble over the stones. Well, there's water there, isn't there? Uh, I don't think you have to cross the moat to get up there, do you? It looks like yeah. Oh, okay. So you could cross the moat which the moat isn't that deep, but uh, you could cross the moat and scramble over those rocks, but the drawbridge, or such as it was, is down, yep. and you can go in through the front, and then you can see there that the uh, most of the back of the structure, the second floor has collapsed there, but you can see the stairs that go up to the, um, like the main entrance once you're in the courtyard. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yes. So you go in through the front doors, mm -hmm. and then you go up, and we think the Brady group so, is being held here. It's You're wondering if whoever kidnapped them isn't based out of here, because there have been all these rumors lately that somebody has come, is, is right. out here. And so it just seems like the logical first place to look when the Bradys disappeared from their farm. Are there any signs of those mercenaries that were supposed to be minding the place? No, now this, minding, uh, no they're, they're back in Hamlet. Uh, oh, I'm they're working on that tower. You're there on the tower ah. of burning. Oh, here. I'm mixing up hold, my locations. Hold this so you two can see it, and hold it so yep. you two can see it. Uh, so that's basically the village of Hamlet. Sully. That's basically the village of Hamlet. If you look on the lower right-hand side, you can see where they're starting to build the tower. And then, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. 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 So, um, and then in the middle of town there is the Welcome Wench, and then all the other little farms places. are all labeled. I like that particular picture I downloaded because it shows what all the buildings are. Um, so, yeah, so the, the uh, Burns Badgers are back at their tower. So we no don't see any people, bandits, keeping guard here, do we? No, you do not see anybody... You don't see any signs of life as you look over the... Uh, so no light. Are we here? Okay, is this night or day when we're here? It's getting towards evening, but it's still day. Okay. Here's the crest of uh, the village of Hamlet. Mm. Okay. And here's the crest of Burns Badgers. Nice. It's the Badger. And uh, here's, the, uh, here's the menu from the Inn of the Welcome Wench. Sarah ordered the venison stew to go. We have a lot of empty containers. We should have put more stew inside of all. No. <laughs> I'm, afraid, I'm afraid Uncle Gary... Went to the trouble to completely make the menu, so you're going to have to order something off of the official. Yes. 
Gary gave prices and the names of dishes and what were in them. This is how he used, like the original module is like 12 pages long, but like the text is like a wall. Mostly a cookbook. <laughs> My, uh, the ditch digger Duggar is going to poke around the land leading up to the drawbridge there, see if he sees any footprints or signs of uh, action. Okay, which one is he? Dugger, the ditch digger is... This guy no, with the... That's mine. Uh, he's the creepy looking guy. Uh... Okay, so you're up in front. Where is this? That is in town. Mike oh, you're in town. I'll go up there with him. Or... He looks like a dwarf. Ooh. Did you hear that, Glenn? I heard you. I heard you. Okay, just making sure. I heard it. So my miner will also go up there because he's works in a mine and he knows when... Stuff is looks like it's, stuff has gone through, like lots of people mm. walking. How, what does it look like up there? Not like so, a mine. <laughs> and they call it a mine. Actually, he has to be like a retired miner because there's no active mining very near, ah. the, near very near the town. Well, he's that's a dwarf, okay. so he's lived a long time. Yeah, exactly. He's exactly. His second profession. He's trying to take yeah. up farming. Maybe, maybe he married a human woman. Who knows? Hmm. He could be a miner, miner. Not enough beard. Miner forty nine. <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to stop. More puns. I said minus, not minus. All right, so you go forward with Benjamin. Right. Oh. Nope. Yep. No, with Duggar. 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 Right, but where's Benjamin? Benjamin's back there. Back there. He's there, the soldier. (laughs) I know, but I can't see him from here. He's on your left, to the left, back, yes, that Ah, way. I mean, he is a swamp man. So if you guys are going to go up there and look He's for tracks, a fancy swamp man. <laughs> okay. We're all be representing. He would have so, sunk so, so, all that metal. I don't think uh, Carl's up there. Ow. None of Carl's characters. Mm. No. You don't have They're to change smart. it. I was joking. Oh. Thank God. I don't have time for you to look for another minute. Look at that shiny new book. We are working out of uh, Goodman Games' adaptation of. Brand new. It ain't even got creases. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to read. So there are going to be plenty of places where I need to read Gary's... Uh, yeah, Gary's, Gary's little uh, mm-hmm. box text. Oh, okay. Read loud text. A scrub of thorns, thistles, weeds, and shrubs grows thickly along the edge of the track, which leads to the ruins. Even the track is mostly overgrown and cluttered with fallen branches and trees. Here and there, it is washed out, while in other places, a soggy mire. Some game evidently still follows the pathway, however, for faint traces can still be seen. But even considering this, the going is slow. Eventually, as the tracks turn more northerly, the land begins to sink and become boggy. Tall marsh plants grow thickly where cattails and tamaracks do not. Off to the left can be seen the jagged silhouette of the moat house. A side path banked high across the wetland on either side is located just south of the entrance to the ruin. The track here is only 15 feet wide or so, with crumbling embankments making travel near the edge dangerous. The vegetation appears dense and prolific, but somehow sickly and unhealthy, with creepers and vines thrusting their strangling loops over the skeletons of dead saplings and living bushes alike. The rushes and cattails rustles and bend, even at, the, at a slight zephyr 
and weird bird calls, deep croakings, and other unwholesome sounds come faintly across the odiferous fen. Several clouds of noisome flying insects swarm exposed flesh, eager to bite. It's better than flying insects. Bye-bye-bye. And then, as you guys move up here, so there's like a moat here, and then there's kind of like a pool over here that feeds the moat, mm -hmm. like a, a little pond almost. Um, and as you guys approach, a group of giant frogs jump out to kill you. Ah! Roll for initiative. Ah! Roll Kimbo North the Gnome here. While the lads set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. You can help spread the infamy of Mighty Deeds by rating us and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast. All those who do will gain one point of permanent luck and the possible favor of Sezrakan the man. Enough talk to battle! All right, so we're in order. Oh, and I get to go first? Yes. Oh, happy day. No, you said you rolled an 18. Don't rub it in our faces. This one jumps forward to attack Benjen. Okay, he's dead. Next. Ah, I got a 12. Mm. Oh, no, he fends it off. He fends it off. Benjen is still up. Um, who's this? Uh, Nydia. She's dead. Nydia's fine. This one hops here. Who's that? That's uh, Carl. Not me? Nope. No, no, no. I think that's one of yours. Is that oh. one of yours? Uh, yes. Who's that? That's the town crier. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh, oh, a four on the die. Um, and let's see. This one comes hopping out over here. Who's, who's controlling this poor vagrant? That's, that's not a vagrant. That's Jasmine. Uh, oh, no. That's your favorite. Oh, Jasmine's dead. Well. No. Oh. Does Jasmine have like a 10 armor class? Jasmine has a 10 and 2 HP. Uh, you could live. Could still roll a 1. Yeah. Burn it. Burn it. Roll a... Um... Do you have any negatives? Because if you don't have any negatives, Jasmine's dead. Oh. oh I could roll a 1. Um, I'm not rolling damage to kill my character. Find your dice. I'm going to roll it. You need to roll a saving throw. A DC 12 reflex saving throw. Oh, 13. Okay. Oh. All right. So you're not inside. <laughs> oh, great! My corpse will be outside when it when I die. It's even better. What are you looking for, Glenn? I'm looking for a D3. Right here. Oh. I have plenty of them. Glenn, right here. I have plenty of them. I need I need to have a you complete set. You can't do set. that for him. He has to have his own dice. For yeah, I have to have a complete set. Okay, now she's dead. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so. This tongue hits her and starts yanking her, right? And she actually manages to free herself, but you see a snap. Like when her head snaps back, it snaps back so violently it breaks her neck. Ooh, um, I like to think more of the tongue just who's that, right here. That was, that's me, Jasmine. This was Jasmine? Yes. Okay. All right, we have our first death. And uh, Carl, you're up. Uh, okay, so Nedia runs all the way to the back, away from everybody. And from all the monsters. Run away! Bye. Okay. Bye, Nidia. Okay, now wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll your thing. Bye, oh, Nidia. Oh, you want me taking a attack yeah. opportunity? Yeah. So Perfect. it wasn't yeah. adjacent to you. It tried to hit you with its tongue, so you managed to take off running. What about your others? Your, uh, your remaining characters. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, you want to keep them all alive? Is that the problem? It's not that I want to keep them all alive. It's that they literally don't have stats to do anything. Oh, well. None of them have stats to do I have the highest strength I have. Throw rocks. Is nine. Oof. So I can't attack. Yeah. So, I mean, 
No, Nadia ran. <laughs> Nadia's the one he's protecting. <laughs> Nadia is. I, the other two just go in front of Nadia. Okay. Help, help me by moving them, if oh, you would. Oh, it's the blonde and the pig S- farmer. Sully, you're up. Um, Literal human shield. Okay. Let's start with <laughs> nice. um, let's start with the falconer, who was a little upset that Jasmine was taken, and he throws a dagger at that thing that killed right. Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Roll d20. An eleven. And eleven hits. I'm sure. I accept it if you want to give me that, but. Mm-hmm. That's three. You kill him. Nice. Ah. Which one was that? This one? one? This one. That one that killed Jasmine. Okay. And now a tear comes down his eye. Um, uh, Uncle Gary smiles on your... Oh, thank you. On your, ah, on your role-playing, on your sa- sorrow. Thank you. You said we didn't get him for role-playing. I said you didn't get him for jokes. Oh, well, that's not good. The base fell off. Uh, he's going to run over here. Yeah. Attack that one. Thank you. With a club. Club it. Uh, three. Three misses. Sarah is going to attack this one. Okay. With what? A dagger. Okay. Eleven. Uh, Eleven hits. Uh, three. Uh, three is not a kill. It had eight. How many did you do? Three. Okay. And Waxwing. Mm-hmm. So that's the one with the orange base. Okay. Max is going to throw a rock. At what? At that one. At the one? Okay. Um, 11. Uh, 11 hits. A four. A four? You get a D4 for a thrown rock? I think D3. Three. Okay. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that's dead. Oh. No, it's a five. No, that's a five. Five left. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Couldn't read his writing. Okay. So, and he's got two left. All right, you done? That's it. All right. Peter. Yes. Yeah. All right. My fortune teller mm-hmm. got confused, actually. That's the fortune teller. This? Yes. Mm-hmm. My town crier is there. All right. Fortune teller gets out her dagger. Right. going to attack this one. Says, how hard can it be? I already saw one go down. Right. An eight. Eight misses. Unless you've got... No, just a, plus, a one modifier, nine okay. probably also. Okay, but yeah. No, oh, this is harder than, a, than, a, than it looks. <laughs> so then okay. the uh, town crier runs up slowly because he has one leg shorter than the other. Um, <laughs> per his luck modifier. That's okay. Wild child speed each. Uh, he's slow due to his, uh, due to his uh, lucky sign. Okay. And his negative agility in any event. So... We don't use negative luck modifiers. Um, okay, so the town crier, all he has is one dart, but an agility of eight. So he has a negative modifier for his little dart. So oh, that's gonna, this guy? Yeah. Well, he can just throw his so dart, just, right? Yeah, he'll stand, he won't run up. Okay. He'll just go pew, pew with his little dart. <laughs> and, and seven minus one is six. Okay, his all right. That dart goes into the It goes swamp. right into the pool. Right. Yep, yep, yep. You got anybody else? The yes. The thing is he's doing his best. That's right. He gets a gold star for effort. And the potato farmer, Tater, is mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. He is going to um, he is going to run up, because now his, his friends are in the way. Uh-huh. He doesn't want to throw anything. So he's going to run up with his dagger and try to slice at that particular frog thing. Okay. 
with a six. You need to burn that die. <laughs> right? Yeah. You sure that's got all 20 numbers so on it? Shiny. Okay. And then, it is. It is very pretty and then you got this guy, right? Duggar is up front. Duggar, the. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, the creepy guy. He's going to. Where's the nearest frog? Well, he, can, he can fight yeah, that frog. Yeah, up to that guy and that's see what left. he can do. He's swing got two left. Swing his shovel. You can do it on over 10. There you go. 16. It was a 16. Plus two. Okay. That's a hit. 15. He's got a, he's a strong, it's got two hit points left. Come on, Very man. strong. Oh, this is the wrong die. I was like, dang, he's rolling a d20 wow. for damage. Dang. <laughs> I've never played role-playing before. <laughs> All right. So it's a d6 for damage. Kills it. Kills nice. it. All right. And then Jason. Yay. So there's two left, uh, both unhurt. Um, I don't think I can get to, I mean, can any of these three get to? Nope. They could only use ranged weapons, or they could just run up there. Uh, I don't believe I have a ranged weapon. I have two pitchforks, a pick, and a longsword. Mm. So I can't really get to anyone. I'll try and get up as close as I can. Like, I think he could, just not them. Yeah, I mean, he started there. The miner will run up. Mm -hmm. Phi the miner. What's his name? Phi. Phi, as in fee-fi-fo-fun? Yes. Oh, the other one should be... (laughs) <laughs> Those were his brothers. <laughs> yes, back home. Uh, he and Fum. I'm going to need you to get some better dice. There, Shut your mouth. Oh, At so. least they're pretty. Ten. It's a ten. Uh, ten doesn't hit the big ones. You need an eleven to hit the big ones. I was so close. All right. You're dying it's my turn. Um, no. For reasons only only the gods of fate can understand, this one's going to try to kill Jason's character. <laughs> Ooh, a seven. Uh, Does that hit? No. Yeah. Sure, it doesn't hit. I'm at plus one. It's eight. Plus one? No, still no. Okay. Suck it. Eleven. And like you didn't even touch. It didn't have a plus one until it missed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it. Um, unlucky one. Yeah, he's gonna go for for Mr. Mismatched Legs here. Tater. Is that Tater? No, that's tater no, right that's, Zola, that's Zola. The town crier is the no, yeah, short no. leg. No, that's Tater. Yeah. Oh, okay, four. so we're all rolling below 10 yes. for everything. This fight is going to be the rest of the night. Yeah. Okay, uh, Carl, you're up. All right, I'll send my guys in. Oh, now you're sending guys in? Here comes the cavalry. Save, gotta save the day. Okay. I think, in both, I think they can both make it one to one, one to each. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. All right, Oops. we're just going to go for it, see what happens. Okay. We're just going to see what happens. We'll start with Jesse. Jesse rolled a eight. That's a miss. Uh, wait, which one? So, so the pig okay, farmer so. is here, and the barmaid okay, is so here. Barmaid is the chandler, so that was Jesse. So okay. Was All right, so. Nice. All right, twelve. There you go. There you and go. And he's got a zero modifier, so he hit. All right. What do you got? I got a D four. I rolled a two. Okay. Uh, that one's got six left. It had eight. Okay. And that's the one with the blue base. And you're done? Yeah, you're done. Yeah, that's... Uh, Sully, you're back up. Can Alora retrieve his dagger and attack? Uh, point, to that, point to the character you're talking about. Alora threw and killed that frog over there. Uh, no. He can get his dagger back, uh, but he has to move over there. Retrieve the dagger. Okay. So 
This is like the edge of the water. That's fun. I'm just letting you know. He kind of has to pull, turn that frog over in the water and pull his dagger out. To totally cool. Totally interesting. Um, Ash is the one with the, the horse the saddle. The saddle. Mm -hmm. So he's going to mm -hmm. attack with his club. Get him. Uh, rolls a 16. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a D6, right? Club is D6? The club is a D6. No way. Yes. Is it? No, okay. Club is a D4. No, it's a D4. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I wouldn't think it's a D6. Four. Oh, my God. It's a 4. Okay. Oh, mm. my bad. <laughs> and you got anybody else? Yes. Um, Sarah, who is right there. Is she going to be able to make that in that group, or is it... Yes, but, I mean, she's going to be waist deep in water. Oh, no. No? Don't want to do that? No. Okay. No. Well, actually, he's going to throw a rock, though. Okay. Yeah. How about a seven? Was a seven hit? Are you sure? A seven, seven would not hit. Are you sure it's not? It's gonna, you oh, I left, out, uh, I left out what Benjen's doing. So Benjen's like, all the, all the villagers run up to the edge of the water at once, and they're all like flashing, uh, thrashing and flailing at these things. Uh -huh. and he's like, stay away from them. They're dangerous. I can't remember what my voice sounds like, but it sounds like this now. Stand back, everybody. So he's just like running around helplessly, okay. warning everybody to stay out of the water. Um, you, got, you got any characters left? That's it. Peter. Me. Yes. Yep. Uh, so Jasmine's the one dead person, right? Yes, yeah. so far. Did she drop a weapon? Uh, pitchfork. Oh, okay. The um, town crier, Zola, is going to run over because he lost his sad little heart. <laughs> He's going to go see if he can go scramble over to the pitchfork. Okay, so which one is he? He's that guy. Yep, you this got him. Guy. Yep. And where did she go down? Right there. Right just, here? Well, no, it was like halfway right there. between. Literally them. right where he is. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Nice. Okay. Oh. All right, so well, so probably actually standing on the <laughs> right, right. He's Where already he straddling. Go? He's already straddling her corpse. He looks down, sees her broken he neck, and he's like, ha! "He didn't notice that he was level because only mm -hmm. one foot's on the corpse." <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. That's a different character, but nice. No, it is no, no, that's the right. The town crier is one with the short leg. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so he reaches down and grabs her pitchfork and can attack, right? If that's all, if it's two or not. To get to where you attack, you're going to have to be basically butt deep in water. Oh. You because you have to go around. Yeah, you have to go around oh, here. This get it. He's still <laughs> so, so you just pick up the pitchfork, and you're like, no, no, I'm ready for get him, somebody. Okay. That's a D8. Theoretic, theoretical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that leaves it to Tater, the okay. potato farmer, to use his pitchfork to um, attack. Get him, Tater. The frog in front of him. Oh no! Eight. Eight with no modifier. Okay, and then uh, that leaves uh, the Foz, the fortune teller, to try to slice again with her dagger. For there you 18. go. There you yes. go. That's this one, right? Yep. That it. one hasn't been hurt yet. Ha ha! She goes for his. A four it is. He had five. No. <laughs> One left. Oh, He's got one hit point left. Okay, well, okay. I'll go ahead and burn a piece of luck. Or uh, can I burn luck as a zero damage? level? No. Uh, for damage? Not for damage. I don't think you can burn luck for okay. damage. Only for uh, uh, d20 rolls, rolls yeah, I think. Got it. Um, okay, so he's oh, still up. Tater hasn't gone. Oh, right. No. You're right. No, I, no. died, didn't he? Tater went. 
No, you have Duggar. No, this guy picked up the spear. Right. Duggar hasn't gone. Duggar hasn't gone. gone. Oh, Duggar hasn't gone. So okay. Duggar is one more on the other side of the action. Other side of the action? Duggar here? have to go into the water. Yeah? Oh, over uh, here. Yeah, he's waterbound. Uh, yeah, I think Duggar is going to... I mean, that uh, one only has two hit points, so... Let's see. Yeah, I guess he could go charging into the water. Okay. Why not? Okay. And uh, just a normal attack, no penalty or anything? Nope. Nice. That's going to hit. Ooh, slap. Okay. How many hit points does it have? Two? Two. Well, okay. he has a plus two modifier, so that's definitely good. Really? Because he has a, yeah, my ditch digger is a tank. Strength of, eight, of 16. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So well, then he five. kills it. Okay. Thwap. Right. He's just like, uh, Alright, Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish them off. Uh, yeah, I don't have anyone to get over there. Everyone's okay. going to go in the water, correct? Um, Alright, so this one tries to swim off, and all the villagers get a tax opportunity and totally myrtleize it. And we'll find out what happens next time on Mighty Deeds. Mighty Deeds is a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, set in Gary Gygax's World of Greyhawk. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. Only only the gods of fate can understand. This one's gonna to try to kill Jason's character.